on many of the food sorts in our country make use of cold chain um I think about fresh and frozen products like meat and vegetables, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's rather difficult to maintain a cold chain during high phases of nurturing. So that is the first issue. The problem is that culture must be maintained. And that will then require um, diesel power generators, or in some instances with some companies or factories where the investment in solar power, um, but it's either one of the two to maintain that full-time dairy processing. So that drives up the processing cost of, of food um, quite a lot. And mm. it is, so I don't really want to quote any numbers, but it is really crazy numbers if you look at the amount of diesel that is being done during the high prices of life trading. Yes. Yeah. L- let's, let's then um, talk a bit Prof, about um, the, the broader fears um, and growing fears of food security in the country. I know in, in, in your opinion piece, you, you spoke a bit about the multifaceted nature of food security. And so to merely just look at one issue, which is a big issue, that is of uh, the power crisis that we have in South Africa, that we wouldn't necessarily immediately now become a food insecure country based off of that. Can you perhaps expand a bit on that, on some of the factors that, that we must consider when asking about food security in South Africa? Yeah. All right. I think food security, as I mentioned earlier, it's a very broad concept, basically stating if there's enough food for all the people. All right. So that's a basic definition. And I think we are a food secure country. So we do have enough food. The problem with load sharing is it's not food security but more, and now I'm struggling to get on the correct word, but it's more about getting food to people at affordable prices um, because it's increasing the price of food. So low cheating is not going to make that, yeah, maybe a little bit less food if you think about um, irrigation, where mm-hmm. some of our grains and a lot of our food and vegetables come from, it has an impact on the irrigation sector, but even if that um, production decreases a little bit, we will still have enough food. So we will remain food secure. The problem is on household level. We are struggling or start to struggle with food security as people cannot afford the food anymore due to increasing prices. And load shedding is just one of the big drivers towards this increase of food prices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the, the, the agricultural sector uh, in South Africa, how resilient would you say it is and how adaptable has it shown itself to be? It seemingly survived for the last 15 years or so, almost 15 years of unstable power supply in the country. Can it continue um, in this way? Is enough, in your view, being done um, to, to find ways for the sector, in fact, to um, try and try and, and buffer the, really the, the impact of the, the many economic challenges faced in the country? Yeah, I think the South African agricultural sector is one of the most resilient agricultural sectors in the world. Um, we have been thrown over the last 20 years about droughts um, with floods, with load shedding, and we keep on surviving. Um, in terms of load shedding, if you only talk about that, 
Then the general consensus is that farmers can easily survive stage 3, maybe stage 4 load shedding. But as soon as it goes higher than that, then the irrigation farmers is in trouble. During the winter, maybe not so much, but especially in the summer months when it's really hot, you physically do not have enough hours in a day to water the crops. You do not have enough electricity hours in a day. Another complication of that is that it forces you to use electricity during the peak hours where the electricity cost is very high. So I think the agricultural sector is very resilient. Um, all the farmers try to make plans as far as they can, but higher or stages of load shedding higher than stage 4 do put a lot of pressure on especially the irrigation farmers. That was Professor Fricky Mare, agricultural economist from the University of the Free State.